Valentine's Day is coming up. So in today's podcast, we're going to focus on couples and how to live a financially harmonic life. We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Paran. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with CloudVestor. Untangling Your Finances, the podcast is on again. The conversation with Mo Param of CloudVestors. CloudVestors, a fiduciary firm. CloudVestors, a firm that offers the best of both worlds, the convenience of virtual planning, but with a human being. You're planning with someone who knows you and can be there with you in your financial life. That's what it's all about. Mo and his team get it done for you, and they can. Visit the website, cloudvestors.com. Mo, happy Valentine's weekend. We're recording on the Friday before. You have to call it Valentine's weekend because Valentine's Day is Monday. You know? That's true. Yeah. And I, um, every, anyone who has a Valentine's knows that it's not just one day. It, it is a whole weekend. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I'm guessing. Except for, except for Sunday at around <laughs> 6 o'clock. We got the Super Bowl coming up. Oh, ew, isn't that weird <laughs> that it comes together like that? Yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. Well, uh, the thing with the Super Bowl, and it's something for everyone with the Super Bowl, whether it's the commercials or the halftime show and all that. Um, yeah, it's a good family event. It is. It is. Well, we are in honor of Valentine's Day. We're talking about harmony with, with couples in their financial life. Uh, Mo can't help you in other areas, but he can certainly <laughs> guide you to experiencing financial harmony uh, and for couples. And we have to start with the first thing, and that's Please both be on the same page as best as possible and uh, openness and communication. Yeah, yeah, you've got to be on the same page, um, especially if you're, you know, if you're married, right? Um, uh, you're, you're, you're becoming one, right? Two are becoming one in, in some aspects, right? Big picture. So, but, but when that happens, you know, you have two people that have their own views, that have their own history, their own goals uh, with money. And so when you're coming together um, and as a union, and so should your finances come together. So really having that open, honest communication, right? Start off with, uh, this is, you know, priority, right? But, you know, where do you see yourself financially? Where are you financially? Um, you know, what's your view on money? Uh, what's your view on debt? How much debt do you have, mm -hmm. right? Um, having those really open lines of communication, which which could be a little, depending on where you are, maybe a little bit embarrassing, maybe a little bit uncomfortable. But in all honesty, it just lays the groundwork so both of you know exactly where the other person lays, where the other person stands, and that and that you can build on the foundation of your family together. Yeah. We, we all know that finances can, can play a major wedge mm -hmm. in relationships. It sure can. And a lot of it has to do with communication. Well, that's the thing. Or lack thereof communication. Exactly. And, you know, if you are both really working towards the same goals, because nothing could create problems and one having the goal of, hey, we need to save, 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 and then finding out the other is spending, spending, spending. And so you really just need to get on the same page the best you yeah. can. Best yeah. you can. And, and uh, especially if you're going to add on to your family, right? So you're bringing in kids to the picture. Then, you know, when they see that the parents are having these open lines of communication and doing things uh, great financially, right, that just bleeds into 
into their own knowledge that bleeds into their own actions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that again, that open lines of communication just it just makes the household just that maybe the tension can be just a little bit eased because parents are on the same page, which translates to kids being on the same page. Yeah, right. Exactly. And you know, and if you're not married, to same thing with couples, right? Well, Even sure. If you're not married, yeah. Um, you know that does the same thing, right? It could, you know, um, gifts. I know gifts are a big thing. I, I remember a friend of mine. Um, he is a Jehovah's Witness, mm-hmm. and I, I believe they don't believe in like gifts or giving. Okay, and he was dating someone that wasn't, uh-huh. and that became a big, uh, a big deal for them because she loved gifts. But he wasn't a really. It was against he wasn't a gift. His belief. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that yeah. So again, even if you're a couple, even if you're not married, but you're together, um, having that open lines of communication financially is huge. Yeah, it really is. And you know, on the note of of children, how your 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 children are paying more attention. I think our kids pay more attention than we really think. And um, if they're seeing you practicing good financial habits, I think that they 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 take it on. That's the nurture part. It's not so much nature, but nurture. The nurture part. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, we've talked about this before. Should, if you're, let's say, married couple, should you be, should everything be together totally financially? <laughs> you know, one bank uh, account, one everything. I mean, the same. You know, one size doesn't fit all. And that's the beauty behind financial planning is because there really isn't no, there really, in my opinion, there isn't a template that everyone should just completely follow all together because everyone has their own situations. But I, but I think there, there, sh- I think a, a very, six, um, uh, I don't use the word successful, but what I've seen work that it works a lot is where couples have three accounts where there is one household account where all the bills are being um, paid through this one account. Mm-hmm. And that's all, the, that's all the bills. That is um, uh, mortgage, rent, uh, utilities, car payments, right? Everything, everything that is, uh, that is an expense is going out and coming out of this one account. Mm-hmm. And then as and then, and then each person has their own checking account and that's their money, right? That's their, that's the money that they use to, you know, if I want to buy a, uh, a new laptop or flat screen TV or whatever it is clothes, right? It's not coming out of the household budget. It's coming out of my, my account and my wife's account. And so that way the household is completely taken care of. There's no questions about that. And then again, when two becomes one, it's an, it can be a little challenging, right? Everyone kind of wants their own independence. So having that account that's your own, mm-hmm. uh, that you can go out and get your Starbucks coffee and not have to worry about hmm. anything, you know, disrupting the household. <laughs> I think that, that, that seems to, to, I won't say the best of both worlds, but that seems to work very well. They could avoid this situation. A friend of mine owns a restaurant slash bar and he told me, and I guess his receipts lay out like he had a customer, loyal one, getting a, apparently a lot of uh, shots of Patron. And so the receipt had all this Patron, Patron, Patron. And uh, I think he got by with this. His wife asked him about what is all this Patron? And he says, it's not Patron. It's a patron fee. <laughs> so, <laughs> 
It's a patron <laughs> fee. <laughs> so you oh, should. You had 15 patron fees. Wow, that's a. <laughs> well, I'm a good patron. But, uh, <laughs> but um, you know, I guess, yeah. So you're saying maybe have just, just keep just that little sliver of independence. Right, right. You know, it, it just, it, it kind of works well. Um, uh, we have that in my household. Um, and you know, it's not a, it's not a secret. Both of us know, both of us have it. Um, and, and then we have a joint, um, joint a savings account and a joint uh, checking account where all the household bills are being uh, paid out of. And each one of us has our own separate checking account. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all can see it. It's all transparent. So it's not like anyone's hiding. If right. We, if, if, she, if, if I wanted to see my wife's transaction, she could see it. If she wanted to see mine, she can see it. But it, it's it's that that is a little independence, right? That you can walk into a, a mall and get yourself a shirt or some jeans or some sneakers, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and not feel like you, know, you have to run it by the, the missus. Well, I think. Or the mister. Or the mister. Because yeah. I think that's very healthy the way you're saying you do it. What if, though, what if, um, and this happens a lot, one spouse makes way more than the other spouse? Should they right. kick a little bit into the other one's account so it's somewhat even? You know, that's a good question. Um, I've seen it where if they're paying bills, right, they may – there's a lot of ways to do it, right? That's, again, beauty behind planning. But the, but the ultimate question is I think yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, but how it's done could be multiple different ways, right? So let's say uh, – hopefully I can do the math real quick. Let's say one person makes – a hundred grand, the other person makes fifty grand, mm-hmm. right? So that's what twice as much, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe they're splitting the bills, the household bills. You know, one person is doing seventy percent of the bills, the other person is doing thirty percent of the bills. That makes sense, right? So the person who's who's making less still contributes, but knows that if they were to split the bills fifty fifty, there would be just nothing left, mm-hmm. right, for them. Yeah. Um, Or it's like, okay, I may flip all the bills or front all the bills for the house, but, um, you know, you take care of groceries. You take care of groceries and the internet. I've got everything else. I've got everything else. Right. Or um, we have a household budget for vacations, for instance. Let's say that's the the conversation that you and your spouse have. And let's say, okay, well, your, your, your role financially is the vacations. So we're, you're gonna you're gonna pay for all the vacations. I take care of everything else, right? right? So it's yeah. a balance, right? And if you think about it, um, the vacation unless you're going to Bali or something like that, right? <laughs> if you're just going to, you know, a summer vacation here to Florida or California or even a, even one international trip, right, for a family, uh-huh. it, it probably won't. It probably will end up where you're probably still paying the same amount or maybe even less than you would have if you were paying the bills. Mm-hmm. But at least that monthly commitment is a little less because the bills are, uh, the vacations are coming sporadically. And that goes back to communication and being on the same page and establishing all of this at, up front because exactly. man, you talked about, you t- I mean, f- financial issues can create deep resentment. They really yeah. can. And you want to avoid that. You know, that's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and it's it's it really you know we've, we've used the c word so many times in this conversation, but communication yeah it really is uh, the key to it, right? Um, 
because it, because all of that is just laying it all out and and, and continuously continue uh, having the, con- the communication. So if you feel that it was working before, but now it's not working or the strategy is not working, feel free to 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 voice your 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 say and say, you know what I think, you know. Um, uh, we need to change this or I need to change that. Or, you know what, this whole separate checking account, I'm not a big fan of it. I want us to have one account, right? Yeah. It's, it's just communication and just keeping that line open. Well, we've covered communication and goal setting, even family planning. We've covered in, in many ways, uh, budgeting and being on the same page with that. We're going to take a very quick break and close it out with looking at uh, investing together as a couple and being on the same page again with that and also establishing legacy planning. That is coming up on Your Finances Untangled. can you enjoy the best of both worlds in your financial planning, the convenience of a virtual relationship with your advisor, but also maintaining the human touch? That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. That's a relationship you can trust. At CloudVestors, you get a personal relationship with one of the team advisors who will help you build a robust investment strategy. It's all about specific, customized planning for your unique situation and for wherever you are in life, whether you're just starting out or getting close to retirement. Holistic financial planning in all areas, including taxes, estate planning, insurance, cash flow, and budgeting. They even offer customized personal websites for clients. The technology of today while still maintaining that human touch. That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. Back into it, your finances untangled. Be sure to visit the website, cloudvestors.com. It's so easy to navigate through the website. There's so much information there. And also, Mo, it's really easy if uh, you listen to the podcast and say, you know, I really do need a guide in my financial life. And I think many, many, if not most of us do, um, to be able to establish that relationship. How does that process work? I mean, when they go to the website, how do they make that initial point of contact? Well, there's a contact us um, page uh, link on our site. So if you um, if you hit if you hit there, put in your name, um, your email address, and your concerns or, or or the reason why you want us to reach out to you, one of our team members would give you a call, uh, find out what's going on, and then uh, assign you to the appropriate advisor that fits your uh, current situation. And that's so great too because you are again working with a person and not just not just the person of the hour. <laughs> right. That's you know? right. Yeah. 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 It's um, it, it's will be if you if we find it a benefit to beneficial for both parties to work together. This is your financial advisory team. So it's not an 800 number you're going to call and you're going to and you're going to find the new advisor speaking with, you No, this is your team. Whoever answers so the, the team. But I mean, but you Whoever, can you can tap into yeah, no, no, the, the, the expertise of other team members. Right? Can oh, you yeah. do that? You can tap into the team of expertise members, but you're but once we connect you with a financial advisor, uh, and it but that now this is your financial advisor, right? So this advisor is going to be working with you not just today but in the future. The team consists of an onboarding specialist, uh, almost like a concierge service, where if you need something really quick done, mm-hmm. you have someone to call that you know this is your same person. Yeah, the big picture planning—that's your advisor, so you have access to your advisor. 
you, know, you have a specific IT person that helps you with your website because we have a financial portal, financial planning site that each client has that's specific to them. That's great. And so if you have issues logging in, if you have issues uh, with the site itself, mm-hmm. you have a dedicated person that you work with, right? So um, it's a beautiful thing because this is your team. This is your financial team that's working with you. Yeah, it really is. Um, I like it. I like the concept. And, and you know, you think if if you have an appointment with someone, your your person, they're cloud vesters, you don't have to get all dressed up and get in the car and drive somewhere. You can just, you know, be in the comfort of your own home. (laughs) I had a conversation with a potential client yesterday, uh, and he was in his uh, robe. Right. I was, I, I, I was debating whether to go there or not. <laughs> like he didn't just so. wake up, but he was having his cup of coffee. It was his morning <laughs> morning routine. He was on a kitchen table and, you know, he he was had his robe and it was fine. Yeah, well, that's true. You know, I mean, please, they do request that you be properly dressed. <laughs> but other than that, <laughs> visit the website cloudvestors.com. Uh, he did have something under the robe. He did have clothes under the robe. Oh, he good, had good. His, his, his robe over. <laughs> not, a, not, not an unfair request, I don't think, <laughs> to be dressed during this this meeting um yeah you've seen all the ones with everybody working and schooling and all that from home where people you know like the spouse for instance walks by just out of the shower (laughs) and gets in the shot (laughs) that's bad i could see where that could happen though you not know well yeah speaking of spouse valentine's day uh that pre-valentine's weekend we're recording um, and right. uh, yeah, we're looking at couples and finances. We've covered a lot. And I think the, the word of the segment one, uh, it was communication. It is so critical in in any form of relationship, but certainly in the financial aspect. What Now, as far as investment goals, that's another thing you really need to be together on because one partner could say, look, they're too risky. They're making me nervous. They're taking yeah, too much right. risk. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you know, one couple. Yeah. I've seen it often where one person is just a little more um, uh, conservative when it comes to investing. Right. They just don't like to take that much risk. And then you have one that is willing to, you know, to push the chips in the middle of the table and say, let's go. Let's get as much growth as we can. So, yeah, so it, it's 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 a balance. Right. It's you want to make as an advisor, we want to make the entire family we want to make both couples happy so sometimes it is that balance where it's uh we may have one account that is somewhat moderate when it comes to risk uh, so that so that uh, person uh that per, that part of the couple is 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 happy with the way this is performing and then we have other accounts that are more growth focused so everyone is happy with with how we're invested um so yeah, so so you so definitely investing or you know we have clients that um, you know they have separate well you have to have separate IRAs but you know one we're we're investing their IRA you know more conservatively mm-hmm. than the mm-hmm. other person's right so it can be done right it can completely be done but it's just about having those conversations yeah I guess retirement it, goals right yeah when do you want to retire have that conversation with your with your partner are both of you on the same page of when the two of you want to scale back down from working. So, I mean, uh, on a side but, note here, real quick, you talked about the IRA and you could be, so you, you actually can, 
determine just how conservative you can be in that, in the uh, your IRA? Yeah, you can. So we always have a risk conversation with our clients and understanding the type of risk they're comfortable taking. Uh, because I can tell you, once we once we develop the financial plan, I can tell you the type of risk you should be taking, right? Um, so, for instance, if you said, Mo, I want to retire in the next 10 years, I need uh, $5,000 a month of income, whatever the number is, right? Mm-hmm. We can put the, we can run the models and say, okay, this is how much you need to retire. And this is the kind of risk you need to be taking between now and then um, to be successful. That being said, it's personal. So, so you have to tell me the type of risk you're comfortable taking. Exactly. Because I can run the models and right. say, okay, we need to get, throw an arbitrary number out there, 10%, we, need to, we need to average 7% to get this, mm-hmm. to get to your goal. But when you see what the market has done in order to strive or in order to receive that 7%, you may say, you know what, that volatility is just way too much. A little me. more than I want to take risk-wise. Really, yeah. Right. I, I want to be more more uh, conservative mm-hmm. and it's it's fine right because it's it's what's in, it's it's what's what'll keep you what, what makes you sleep at night comfortably that's right what makes that's you right. feel more comfortable knowing that uh, your how your money is growing which is all why we always talk about smart safe and smart risk right having some money that's safe having some money that's at, at, in the market but both of them were, were taking a smart approach to investing. And even though uh, the member, I mean, of a married couple, uh, each have, has their own IRA, they really need to consider their their partner in how much risk they take, even though it's their IRA. It's all, if you're married, it's all together. You know, it really is. One way or the other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's, it's all together as a pie. Separate accounts, but it's all together as a pie. Right? Yeah. 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 Um, that's the harmonious way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, fine. That's what you want. Fine. Finally, as far you again, it's back to being on the same page and communicating as far as your legacy goals. You know that is very important. That is very important. I, you'd be amazed to, on a, as far as a legacy is concerned, how partners have a different uh, approach or a different mindset. I have. M- clients and I've spoken to people that the partners one one wants to leave or wants to be in a position where they can leave assets to the kids mm-hmm. and another partner saying no you know we've set them up for life as far as like giving them um, the education giving them the discipline they they've showed us they're good kids um, but retirement is for us so I, we, I don't have any plans of leaving anything or I don't want to have a plan designed to leave anything for the next generation. I want to spend it so we can have our the best retirement as possible. Yeah, you can set something is, up for them, but and where you don't have to not enjoy your retirement. Right. So that is a that is planning. That's a different type of planning. Right. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, but establishing how the next generation or what you, how you plan to have that legacy planning conversation with wills, with, uh, maybe some insurance, um, conversations, uh, trust conversations, like like creating trust, um, which assets do you want to leave behind? Is it jewelry for one child? Is it a, a property for another? Is it land for another? Um, yeah, as it's. It's uh, the next gen planning for the next generation uh, uh, should be done up front, right? And early on, so that again, everyone's on the same page. 
Well, that's what it all boils down to in, in, any, in anything related to a relationship. And so it is very important. Uh, do you do uh, or do you deal with couples or I mean, even if it's a married situation, if it's a married situation, are you dealing primarily usually with the couple or one of the or one or the other? It, it, it varies, right? Because one one at the end of the day, I'm thinking I'm always thinking about both parties, right? But it may be one party that's extending out the reach. And um, as far as the investment side, they may be the only ones like maybe they have a 401k that they're rolling over from their old employer. And so that's their, you know, that's their account, right? So um, we're only having the conversations or initial conversations with that one partner, because that's the account that, that, that we're working with. But and some some by direction of others, they're they say to us, you know, I don't necessarily need my spouse to be part of this conversation. Um, she he or she trusts me with making the financial decisions for the family, so we leave it at that. Um, but we always like to make sure that the the both couples are present if 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 uh, if, if, if if applicable, right? Uh, uh, we've had. We've had multiple times where, unfortunately, we've I've had to deliver life insurance proceeds because a client passed away. Yeah, um, and I want to make sure that the first time you hear from me is not from me delivering a check. Right. right, you know who I am. You know to contact me if something happens. You know to contact our team. So, yeah. So it it varies. We love to make sure that both parties are in all conversations as much as possible, right? At least in the early stages, maybe not every single review, right? But at least in the early conversations, they know who we are. Um, and um, yeah, we prefer it that way. But again, it's up to you. Yeah, absolutely. We'll help either way. Well, here we go. I don't think it's rude to ask you this, Mo, like if I ask you, who did you vote for? Who are you pulling for in the Super Bowl? If you can, or do you mind saying, or do you have a preference? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I I want to see the Bengals win. Okay. Yeah, me too. I I I don't know that they're yeah. the underdog, Something but I just the quarterback I like. Yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. And of course people will be listening to this after that after this Sunday and saying, well, that's well, right. They were right or they were wrong. Uh, but either way, have a great uh, <laughs> Valentine weekend, Mo. And thanks for the information as always. You too. You too. Thanks. Have a great weekend. Oh, thanks for joining every week. And um, for the first time listeners, thank you for listening. And for those who've been um, listening for for all this time, thank you for you know staying loyal and like, rate, subscribe, share. Do everything you do uh, with uh, with this podcast, and uh, we'll see you next week. We we drop it. We drop. Yeah, it drops. It drops every Friday. It drops every Friday. What is it? <laughs> it is your finances untangled. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Moise Piram and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. 
Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.